Section 19 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nemo. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Thomas Carlyle. 1795 to 1881. From Caroline Fox's Journals and Letters. Carlyle soon appeared and looked as if he felt a well dressed London crowd scarcely the arena for him to figure in as a popular lecturer. He is a tall, robust looking man. Rugged simplicity and indomitable strength are in his face, and such a glow of genius in it not always smouldering there but flashing from his beautiful gray eyes from the remoteness of their deep setting under the massive brow his manner is very quiet but he speaks like one tremendously convinced of what he utters he began in a rather low nervous voice with a broad scotch accent but it soon grew firm and shrank not abashed from its great task eighteen forty from Frude's Carlyle. He was then fifty-four years old, tall, about five feet eleven, thin, but at the same time upright, with no signs of the later stoop. His body was angular, his face beardless, such as it represented in Woolner's medallion, which is by far the best likeness of him in the days of his strength. His head was extremely long, with the chin thrust forward, the neck was thin, the mouth firmly closed, the upper lip slightly projecting, the hair grizzled and thick and bushy. His eyes, which grew lighter with age, were then of a deep violet, with fire burning at the bottom of them, which flashed out at the least excitement. The face was altogether most striking, most impressive in every way, and I did not admire him the less, because he treated me I cannot say unkindly, but shortly and sternly. I saw then what I saw ever after, that no one need look for conventional politeness from Carlyle. He would hear the exact truth from him, and nothing else. 1849 From Wiley's Carlyle The maid went forward and said something to Carlyle and left the room. He was sitting before a fire in an armchair, propped up with pillows, with his feet on a stool, and looked much older than I had expected. The lower part of his face was covered with a rather shaggy beard, almost quite white. His eyes were bright blue, but looked filmy from age. He had on a sort of colored nightcap, a long gown reaching to his ankles and slippers on his feet. A rest attached to the arm of his chair supported a book before him. I could not quite see the name, but I think it was Channing's works. Leaning against the fireplace was a long clay pipe, and there was a slight smell of tobacco in the room. His hands were very thin and wasted. He showed us how they shook and trembled unless he rested them on something, and said they were failing him from weakness. He seemed such a venerable old man, and so worn and old-looking, that I was very much affected. Our visit was on Tuesday, 18th of May, 1880, at about 2 p.m. 
End of section 19.